We are all Steve Clark. Would have been easy to crumble and was a deserved victory. We are all David Marshall. David Marshall is the hero for Scotland. We are all crying Christie. I hope everyone hit back over. Was on my party tonight. We are all Alexander Mitrovic. Up steps Mitrovic. Yes! Tartan Army. We are going to Euro 2020. Scotland are going to the Euros. Come on! One four one nine five one one zero two five. Backing Scotland. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Yes, good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on a historic night for Scotland. One diving save from David Marshall was enough to wipe out 22 years of hurt. Stevie Clark's men secured their return to major tournaments in the most dramatic fashion after all the near misses, all the catastrophic failures, all the hard luck stories. Scotland are back. A nation has been lifted. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Hugh Kevens. It's Friday the 13th and absolutely nothing can go wrong The good thing about waiting 23 years to qualify for a major tournament Is the feeling when it's all over Let the joy be unconfined Let the praise for the team be lavish Let the respect for Stevie Clark be genuine and heartfelt And before you ask, yes sir I can boogie <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something I think we'd all like to see uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it was just an amazing night, uh, just a phenomenal, um, you know, result. I mean, the performance was good up until the, the dying seconds. Uh, and then obviously that dramatic uh, penalty shootout, which was just incredible. Not good for a man with my condition, Gordon. <laughs> but uh, thankfully, um, you know, uh, it was this time around we, we needed a wee shade of good fortune and we managed to get it. But uh, it showed you there's more to football than technique because... If you imagine being Kenny McLean in that last penalty, you must score. All the guys, but the last penalty taken in particular. Wow, who would like to put themselves in his shoes? Hugh Keevens, where do you even begin to try and sum up how good this feels, how important it was, what it might mean for this footballing nation going forward? Well, first of all, you have to be Jim Duffy's age or mine to have a proper recollection of France 98. Uh, I go back to... Uh, 1973 when Joe Jordan scored against the uh, Czechoslovakia at Hamden and we went to the World Cup finals in Germany in 1974 we thought it would never end from 74 to 98 we thought it would never end and then came that 22 year wait and the sight that greeted me this morning when I came in here uh, of Scotland fans who work here George Bowie going off his head, Cassie, everybody, the newsroom jumping, George Bowie bought everyone breakfast. It was just a sensational feeling and I could tell then because in the past we've been able to say, well, we know what it's like, but they don't. Well, now they do. That's it, Jim Duffy. Hugh, 
sums it up. I don't want to tempt fate too much mm. about the whole Friday the 13th and nothing can go wrong, but that, that's kind of how it feels. A country is on cloud nine this evening and it mm. feels like nothing can bring us down. Well, it just shows you what football can do and, and, and national success can do because there's been nothing to to smile about for months, you know, and a f- one football result can put smiles on millions of people's faces and it should never be underestimated, the power of football. And that's why, you know, we all, all love it and that's why we think it is important to continue football in these times when a lot of things can't continue. But when you have a, a game like last night and a scoreline like last night, even the First Minister's jumping for joy. So it's um, an incredible um, achievement from the players. The weight of expectation, which is not there doing, this is, as Hugh said, all the other previous teams and managers and some with some unbelievable players but every time that another two of them gets past the pressure cranks up another notch and last night was absolutely at maximum but they got over that line and you know, it was just, uh, as I said, absolutely phenomenal. Jim Duffy and Hugh Keevans here. We're going to hear from Stevie Clark, David Marshall, Andy Robertson, Ryan Christie, John McGinn, and most importantly of all, you. It was a six-hour special on Super Scoreboard last night. We were here until midnight. It was an absolute pleasure to share it with you. And ever since the clock struck midnight, we had to come off here. Truth be told, I've been absolutely desperate to get back here and share it all with you again. So get in touch, 0141-951-1025. Just to put us in the mood, Hugh Keevans, this is what it feels like to be a Scotland fan this morning. That sums it up nicely 0141-951-1025 Let's bring in Jamie in Coastside How's it going Jamie? How, how are you doing? Brilliant How you doing panel? All good, good, good Jamie. Jamie How much did you enjoy that last night? Well I'm 63 years of age And uh, it wasn't good for a ticker That's all I'm going to say <laughs> you, there enjoy, you and Jim Duffy both I, 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 <laughs> There were times I had to walk away And I said I can't watch us Especially when we lost the, the late goal because up until then, we actually, we played him off the park last night. Um, the other thing I would like to see, I phoned last night, but obviously it was too busy to go on, on, the, on the late shift, I would call it. <laughs> um, uh, I just I, I just couldn't believe how we played last night. It was absolutely brilliant. And the thing I was going to point out, um, how young is this side? Yep. This Scottish side? Oh. And we're only just starting. I mean, I know it was 22 years ago. And, you know, we've been there with the pain and the hurt and all the rest of it and, and, and getting thumped here and there. But getting away back to 98 and all that, I mean, the players that we had then, and no disrespect, they were all good players, but age-wise, this team is a young side and they can go far. I mean, Hugh, what did you make of it last night specifically, you know, on the game? There's a much bigger picture now, but what did you make of the, the game and the penalties? I thought we were very comfortable. Uh, I could not believe that with 89 and a half minutes of regulation time having gone, we would concede such a simple goal um, because of poor marking. You know, it wasn't fate, it wasn't karma, it was poor marking. Uh, and I honestly thought that our chance might have gone at that point. But extra time was dreadful from both sides. And once into the penalty shootout, uh, you know, Jim spoke about the pressure on Kenny McLean, the final penalty. 
What about the, the guy that has to take the first one Lee Griffith uh, Who sets the tone uh, I just thought that At the back Declan Gallagher once again Outstanding uh, Ryan Christie Callum McGregor Outstanding um, And Lyndon Dykes What a discovery You know that uh, at, at first you're sceptical Queen of the South Livingston Scotland But he has earned his stripes I mean Jim Duffy I suppose in the end We, we did do it the hard way mm-hmm. But for a long time It looked like we were actually Going to do it the easy way it, mm. All the fear All the, the nervousness Throughout the week mm. all, We were all told How good Serbia were And Mitrovic And Tadic And mm. Milinkovic Savic And we're lacking here And we're going to put Two motherwell players Into a game of this mm. magnitude We were just so comfortable In the 90 minutes yeah, well, again, I think a lot of that has to do with um, the, you know, the organisation, the structure that Stevie Clark has, um, you know, developed with this team. Listen, we were all here a couple of months ago after the Israel game when he went to the three at the back. Everybody came that system. They came the players. Um, you know, they 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 got they got a lot of criticism. The manager criticism. Oh, you need to bin it. You know, all the experts. You need to bin the system, and you know, including us. You know, we we didn't think it was great. But Stevie Clark went, no, I mean, listen, it's one game. We, 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 we can learn from it. We can improve upon it. And that's exactly what they've done. They've stuck with it. The players have got better. I think even John McGinn said after that game, as well, listen, we, you know, we weren't quite used to it and stuff like that. So, you know, don't dismantle something. Look at it. See where you, where you can improve. And that is strong management, but it's also strong belief in your players. So that gave us a platform last night to be defensively sound, as you said, some extend, outstanding individual performances. And then I think the substitutes maybe just just took away because we ended up with two big guys up front and we didn't really kind of keep the ball. So the ball kept coming back and eventually we lost that last minute equaliser. But other than that, I thought it was a terrific uh, all-round performance. Jamie, the thing I love is we're going to get different reactions from different generations here because some people have never seen Scotland in a major tournament. Some people can't remember Scotland at a major tournament. You can, but I wonder if I wonder if that means you thought that you had seen the last of it. Did you, did you perhaps think these days we're gone? I actually did. To be fair, I did. Last night when they played the extra time and I'm saying to myself, we haven't got a hope in hell here. I think we are going to get beaten penalties. What a way to go out after the performance they put in. And can I also say, I remember speaking to Hugh Evans a while back about Scotland, with Asa Hartfords and all that, and your Douglas and Sunnies. When, when they put the blue jersey on, they played for their country. They went out there and they, 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 they gave 100%. And I'm not saying we won a lot of games, but they went on there and they played their hearts out. They played for that jersey. See, last night, that's what I got last night. I looked at that game and I'm saying, there you go. You know, it's maybe 10, 22 years. And I'm sitting, I'm, I'm looking at the ages of that team last night. And the only one, and I don't mean any disrespect, the oldest one in the camp, I think, is, is, is Marshall. Yeah. You know? I think and what, what a safe he made. I think what you're talking about, Jamie, was best encapsulated by Ryan Christie's uh, post-match interview. We'll because, hear that later, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, for a player to display that kind of emotion uh, Sums up for me How much they want to play for their country How much they want to play for Stevie Clark uh, And it was a, a sight to behold I think it was best summed up by this
see Hugh Keevans <laughs> giving us a wee jig to that before the end of the night, Jim Duffy. Yeah. It was well, his birthday last night. I remember it first time round. So that's the thing. <laughs> you better back, believe back it. Back isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what, Jim? What it means to the players, what it means to fans, like, mm. like Jamie, and I think what's been great about it is genuinely this has gripped everyone. Mm. Absolutely everyone. And I know that some people can take or leave international mm. football. Even they seem to have been gripped. But I wonder mm. about for you personally, mm. because people who've listened to the show in the past... You you mm. do love it. You you've mm. you've been all in on this Scotland yep. journey, and I wondered how it made you feel. Yeah, um, I, I, it made me feel. I think like everybody relief. <laughs> I think that's the first thing, and then you know, you, you're, you're, of course, you, you're proud of the team, proud of the nation. Because I think you then, as you as you've just seen for yourself, Gordon, because you being so young, haven't experienced this this uh, you know kind of wealth of of uh, of emotion or this this kind of like uh, you know. The passion that was there—it was—it's kind of under the surface, and all of a sudden, it's—it's it's, it's came forward. It's—it's it's now in the public domain. But f- somebody like me, I just—I was—I've always loved going to the games. I, I love the—I I, just—I I love the whole atmosphere of it all, and it just kind of gives you that sense that we haven't lost it. It was—it was—it uh, was in hibernation for a long time, but it's now yeah. out now, and I, you know I just cannot wait till next summer and just let's. Hope to God that uh, you know fans are allowed back into the stadiums. Absolutely, Jamie and Kosai, thank you very much. Let's bring in Josh. I wonder if you could sum up how you are feeling today, Josh. Hi, hi, Gordon. Um, I, I think back, guys, about I think back about the years following the team that was spent, you know, organising annual leave from work to make flights at stupid o'clock in the morning. Cramming eight men into a five-seater car to go across Europe to some post-Soviet Europe despot, um, you know, um, to suffer the agony of a poor result. Um, and I, I think the trials that we've been through, you know, Georgia, uh, the Faroe Islands, Kazakhstan, Charlie Adams sitting off Gareth Bale, the four-six-zero, Gary Caldwell at centre mid, and 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 it's just you know it's kind of all led to this, you know. Year after year of pain and drinking our sorrows and glorious failure. And it's just, you know, nobody can take this moment from us. I'm not having anybody say that, that this is, you know, trying to minimise this. As far as I'm concerned, for, for, for people too young to have seen Scotland at our finals, and, and to the older guys like, like uh, the caller that was on before, um, who, who maybe thought they would never see it again Stevie Clark and this group of young men Have, have just made themselves immortal In, in my in my eyes um, You know, in Euro 2021 Yes, yes, sir, I can boogie <laughs> Well, you, you paint a very attractive picture, Josh Of you and seven pals Trying to squeeze into a five-seater car uh, that image will live with me for a wee while uh, But you're right You know, th- there's been the, the highs and the lows The eccentricities, everything If it can go wrong, it would go wrong But uh, last night was the proverbial breath of fresh air um, And uh, the national reaction to what happened last night I think sums up how important it mm. still is Because we thought that the interest in the national team may have eroded over the years that Josh describes. Uh, but there's a fresh generation now and they really want this badly. What did it mean to you, Josh? 
Um, it was. Do, do you know? I was. I was bawling like a win after it. Do you know? And when the equaliser went in, you know, I, I was. I was on the floor. You know, it was totally leveled, much like the players. Um, and you know, I was saying. To my, I was saying to my missus. Um, I've seen this movie before. You know, I, I thought this isn't happening. And we went up, and you know, when Marshall saved the penalty, just honestly, just disbelief, really. Um, and and the most, I suppose, the the most painful part of last night was that this pandemic has has meant that that I and my friends and the thousands of kind of Tartan Army types that, that would have been in Serbia and um, couldn't even be together for it. We could only be together virtually. And you know that that would have been a really special moment for for those of us who have who have followed for years and years. Um, but all the same, you know, watching the videos of the, of the team, you know, celebrating after it just, it's, I think it's gave you know it certainly gave me a massive lift. Um, and I, and I, I think the, the feeling's probably the same across the rest of the kind of footballing supporting. Um, side of Scotland It's just a huge Huge lift After this Yeah well said Josh Everyone is absolutely Flying this evening I think we can all Agree on that Thank you very much Josh In Irvin 01419511025 Talk to us Tell us how you're feeling How are you feeling now How were you feeling last night How did you celebrate it What did you make of the game Anything at all We're all in this together So let's hear from you On the lines And we're going to start Hearing from some of Scotland's heroes After the travel Hi, I'm David Marshall. Hi, I'm John McGinn on Clyde One. We are going to Euro 2020. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I think it's going to take a little bit longer than the post-match press conference before it sinks in. We do know what we've achieved. We do know what we set out to achieve. We've been building slowly. We've spoken always about positivity in the group. And tonight you see the, the rewards of that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The character of the players, I think, too. I mean, we were setting up nicely for a, a typical Scottish last game scenario, weren't we? We won nil up going into the, the last minute of the game and conceding from a set play. Would have been easy to crumble and, and take the disappointment and not finish the game properly, but they dug in an extra time. They kept believing and they get the reward when we got it to penalty kicks. They kept their nerve again. Two big games, twice the, that group of players have held their nerves. And was a deserved victory. I know penalties can be lucky, but in the course of the game, over the game, especially the 90 minutes, was a deserved victory. 0141-951-1025. We're asking you for all your thoughts on the game. What does it mean to you? How did you celebrate? What did you make of the performance? Anything at all. You don't even need me to suggest the questions. Get in touch and let us know how you're feeling. Maybe a few sore heads as well, because that's what we tend to do in this part of the world. I mean, Darth Paul says he got a phone call from his wee brother in Vietnam, 6am over there, both in tears. I was eight when we last qualified. He doesn't even remember it. Uh, Scotty says he was jumping up and down like a madman with the night porter and bar manager in the hotel I'm staying at until I get a new house. One of my favourites ever, he says. And now I'm asking you what you did to celebrate. What did you do to commemorate the victory? I think we're going to be hard pushed to find someone who went as far as Joe in Rob Royston. Joe, tell us what you did to mark the occasion. Yeah, tattooed, Gordon. <laughs> And the thing is Joe has sent me a picture We've tweeted it at Clyde SSB Joe did get a tattoo This is obviously radio Paint the picture Joe Tell us exactly what the tattoo is And where It's, uh, it's on the top uh, Of my left side And it's Serbia Scotland What uh, quote says First thing says Qualify Euro 2021 Serbia 1 Scotland 1 Penalties 
Christy, Jovic, and uh, I've got a wee jersey with number one on it for King David Marshall. And, not, and number 11 for Christy And it's pretty big Joe I mean I've seen it This kind of like Takes up a good bit of your thigh Yeah Yes I, well, I wasn't born I wasn't born in the last one mm-hmm. I was uh, It was a year off me being born So This is my first ever Experience of getting, I don't even remember really Quite close to getting qualified So This is my first mm. just, Ever major tournament Just remind me of the, What was the first bit of the tattoo You said again Joe What's the first line? Uh, qualified I'm double check it actually <laughs> What are we looking now? It's uh, qualified Euro uh-huh. 2021 Euro, Euro 2021 I hate to be that guy Joe You know it's still called Euro 2020 Don't you? Euro <laughs> 2021 aren't we? So yeah <laughs> It should have been there the year But you know we'll let you away. It is called Euro 2020 But we'll let you away with it If you're the type of guy That goes and gets it done Hugh You're the type of guy That won't care If it's Euro 2020 or not Well Joe is symptomatic of what's going on I mean I, I walked into a supermarket today With uh, the commander-in-chief And a man walked past us As if it were the most natural thing in the world Full Scotland kit on With a Scotland brave flag over that uh, And was in among the fruit and veg Just uh, as if he was wearing a three-piece suit it has been like some sort of alternative Christmas Day school holidays fuel gym. Just mm-hmm. Mark Wilson was on the show with us last night. He texted me today and said, "I've just had a free KFC. The manager gave us all the family a free KFC because he loved the show so much last night. People are getting tattoos. Hugh Evans is seeing guys in full Scotland strips in the vegetable aisle. Uh, yeah. That just about sums it up. Yeah, feel good factors there for everyone. Unfortunately, no one can go around kissing babies because you wouldn't be socially distant. But uh, yeah, I mean, as Joe said there, you know." Some people want to celebrate it by getting a tattoo. Some people want to have a KFC, or <laughs> I'm sure other fast food outlets are available. But you know, it's just a case of that everyone has got a smile on their face. Well, not you can say everyone, but the vast majority of people yeah. have got a smile on their face. And uh, over recent months, Gordon, those smiles have been few and far between. Joe, did you always know you were going to get a tattoo if this went to plan, or was it an impulse decision? No, no, right. So there's a big, there's actually a bit of a backstory to right, it. Cool. You should think back to the England Scotland game at uh, Hamden mm-hmm. when Lee Griffiths, me and my mate, I uh, mean, Andy said to each other, "Well, if Scotland win, we're going to get attacked." And we went to one up with Griffiths' free kick, and we uh, we were thinking we're getting a tattoo here and obviously Stuart Armstrong if he just put up the ball I'd already had this tattoo <laughs> but, but he didn't so that's it so there's always been a thing I thought and then last night I knew in the back of my head but I came on the radio just before you know, the game kicked off and I just I didn't have I didn't want to see it in case uh, we didn't do it so but then we done it and my mate was like well looks like we need to get tattoos so you went straight straight out this morning yeah Say it well, uh, not to, to clear the head a wee bit first or some pints of water, but uh, <laughs> do do uh, tattoo the tattoo artist charge you by the line, Joe? Uh, no, no, he charged me one, but it was a good tattoo. I must commend him. Um, he was laughing. He said, "Off," and I told him about it, and he asked me multiple times, like, "Am I okay?" And uh, the head, I, th- I think he was meaning, but. <laughs> Uh, we were, uh, it got done I'm, I'm glad I was always going to get done But I'm so glad it's are doing it now On do, the way to the Euros Do you think we should get Hugh To get one before the Euros Joe? <laughs> absolutely I, Yeah absolutely I mean you should get Matching one Shug His eyes aren't big enough To go with that one Exactly oh, I had a feeling It was going to be One of these nights And it's not disappointing Joe with his new Commemorative tattoo Brilliant to hear from you That was Joe And Rob Royston Brilliant He's actually tweeted The picture as well I've retweeted it at Clyde SSB What a mad night This really is um, We already heard a little bit 
from Stevie Clark. Uh, let's hear a little bit more from the manager. For everyone throughout the world with the global pandemic going on, it's been a very difficult time. For the people in Scotland, a very difficult time. We spoke before the game about trying to make the nation smile on Friday morning. Hopefully, they're going to smile tomorrow. If, if we've done a little bit to make them all feel a little bit better about themselves, about the country, that's great. Every player turned up. And I'm not just talking about the, the living that started. I'm talking about the boys who came from the bench. But I'm also talking about the rest of the squad, the players, their positivity, the, the, the way they conducted themselves when they knew they weren't starting the game. Everyone, even the two boys left out, Greg Taylor, Lawrence Shankland, not even in the squad. Everybody was together. And that's why we succeed, because for a long time we've been building this group of players. And tonight we get the rewards. Obviously, we will prepare properly for the two games coming up because they're very important games for us. We want to win the, the section that we're in. We want to finish top. But if we're going to have a little celebration, that will remain strictly private and confidential. <laughs> Jim Duffy, they were all great, as, as Stevie Clark mentions. All contributed. But within that, there were some particularly outstanding performances, wasn't there? Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, the pick of the bunch was, I think, Ryan Christie, I just think... Uh, you know, there was a lot of people talking about with uh, the, the Fraser and Dykes partnership breaking up. Would Christie be the one? Would it be Stuart Armstrong? Would he be John McGinn? Um, but Christie, you know, just grew into the game. And I, I personally, as I said, listen, when you go over there, you need to be sound defensively. And I think everybody um, deserves enormous credit. But for me, he was the, he was a spark. He had, you know, scored a great goal. He had another two or three efforts at goal. Um, you know, he just his energy. Um, you know, everything uh, just uh, epitomised what you want in a Scotland player mm. playing for the jersey. Yeah. The old, also not, we know it's the oldest phrase in the book, play for the jersey, but he absolutely, yeah. you know, typified what it means to play for the jersey. And Hugh, we actually, in terms of sort of worldwide fame, if you like, and, and levels, we always talk about levels, we've actually got superstars in the form of, of Andy Robertson mm. and Kieran Tierney, Scott McTominay, you know, the, the, recon, the recognition that these guys get across the globe. But, Every bit as good as them Every bit as impressive Maybe even more so mm. Lyndon Dykes And Declan Gallagher What a story And uh, I'll throw in Stephen O'Donnell Into that as well yep. uh, Because if you had said uh, At the outset of the campaign Stephen O'Donnell Would be playing the night That you qualify uh, You'd get long odds on that Before we leave the subject Of the manager behind I remember you and I Going out to Hamden To interview Stevie Clark And you know When he Recalled the night When Joe Jordan scored And we beat Czechoslovakia and went to the World Cup for the first time in 16 years um, you know he spoke about being there that night and his dad insisting that he went to school in the morning there were no days off and then when he spoke about his own international career and at the back of his mind he always felt that he should get more caps than he did get and he didn't get to a World Cup final now here is this man who has been given the responsibility of lifting the nation And he's done it Now Whether that makes up For what's gone in the past As a player I do not know I need to ask Steve Clark But He came back to his native country And he lifted a club side Off the floor Kilmarnock were bottom of the league And he made Kilmarnock something again And as a consequence of that He got the Scotland job And now he's lifted Scotland To heights that we haven't reached In 22 years So Steve Clark, what a job he's done. Yeah, means so much to so many people. Matt and Pollock, what did it mean to you? Oh, roller coaster, boys. Good evening, anyway. Hi. Last night watching the game, uh, the last qualification of the time against Italy, I just had buried my father the week before 
then a tap break with Scotland as well. Then last night watching it, uh, they called my dad B-Tam the Jungle Fire because he was in the army. All the boys in Pollock were known. But he ran football teams and he always told me I would rather have 11 tryers against 11 posers and maybe had last night was a total of 11 boys and plus the subs played their heart out and I'd like to say thanks to my partner's nephew Kenny McLean for scoring that last penalty because I wouldn't, wouldn't be able to go to work today <laughs> if I hadn't done the day he'd missed it and we can say to everybody in Scotland Happy days are here again <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what Matt I love that because you, you, you said that yourself that worked roller coaster. I mean thinking back to, to those times that you shared your memories of your dad was that was that an emotional experience for you then to watch that last night and, and think back to those times? I'm 59, right, and I can't be Pollock. And then what I'm saying is, and I'm no shy to say this, I had a lump in my throat last night and I looked at my dad and I said, Dad, do it for us this time, please, put us through. And I felt, it might be crazy, we tapped and should have, we're gone, boys, then Marshall saved apparently. Oh, ended up, Cor- uh, Br- Bramson list last night and I'm still shaking. I put my house coat and my cravat on, sat down, poured myself a last a large drink, and ended up comatose. <laughs> are, are you telling me that men and Pollock wear cravats? Are you really <laughs> want me to believe that? Yeah, that's a that's a joke in the work because everybody sees me with my house coat and I'm outside, and they go <laughs> to tell everybody, "See, oh, he's done now his house coat." And I say, "You forgot about the cravat." <laughs> I, I went and lost my smoking jacket and a party in Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what Jim I can yeah. I can hear the emotion In, no, in Matt's voice It's sort of Coming across Hitting me as yeah. well And That's yeah, just what it means To people Yeah it does Because it does Take people back as well Because you know Spending time With their, their families their, 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 their fathers Their mothers You know brothers Etc Sisters Many many years ago When they all sat around Because they maybe didn't have satellite TV or the games went live, so they sat round watching this big game that they came up that Hugh alluded to, you know, whether it's in the seventies, eighties, whatever I'm to be, and obviously right through to ninety eight. And you know, when you got that tournament, everybody was interested, everybody from school was talking about it, everything. And when you've not had it for such a long time, yeah, it does it does make you reminisce a little bit and 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 you know, it does tug at the heartstrings, there's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. But again, we say it, we've said it. Scotland never do it easy Never yeah. do it easy You know You said comfortable last night For 88 and a half minutes I think it was 89 minutes. and a half And uh, everybody's thinking Yeah just blow the whistle You know who to blame for that and By the way Sure as fate DL oh, oh he was doing my nothing Honestly right. he was standing in here Going we're so No honestly We are not conceding here I can't see us conceding mm-hmm. We're so comfortable uh, So blame him <laughs> uh, Matt it was incredible drama I'm sure your dad would have loved it Surely mm-hmm. Oh, he would have three times, as I say, called him a jungle fire because he was ex-army. And I'm telling you, when he ran football teams in Paul, it was all successful and it was all boys. And what you seen last night was the same as when we played football for my dad. We played for, for my father because he was a genuine guy. Stevie Clark's a genuine guy. People were listening to him. 11 triers, boys that knew they had to do it and they'd done it. And I'm proud of Sponge. I really am. Great to hear from you Matt Really loved hearing your story uh, And Hugh that's First of all on a, on a personal level What it means to people like Matt Loads of people have stories like that And he mentions mm. The manager Is that A bit of vindication A bit of justification For some of the big calls That he's made As, as Jim mentioned I think earlier on A lot of the criticism He's taken Steve Clark Isn't interested in what you or I Think of His team selection His tactical approach Or anything else He's a uh, a coach of long standing and had an illustrious 
coaching career After an illustrious playing career And I like a guy that says Well you, you may have that opinion But I don't agree with you And he'll go on with what he believes to be right And what Steve Clark believed to be right Was proved Correct last night And let's not forget This journey started In the Alex McLeish era As well So thank you to him And to all the players Who've contributed In getting us back To that major tournament What a night it was And we're not done yet Not even close done uh, In terms of reliving it all We're going to get some travel Then we're going to hear from The man of the moment David Marshall Hear from him next Hi I'm David Marshall Hi I'm John McGinn On Clyde One We've done it Euro 2020 Here we come Clyde One Super Scoreboard Never get fed up of hearing that Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy Are here reliving Last night One of the best nights Of Scottish football In recent memory And we are absolutely Loving your stories tonight So far We've had someone who went out And got a commemorative tattoo They might have Got the name of the tournament wrong But that's neither here nor there We've had other people talking about how much it means to them Memories of family members who Are sadly no longer with us We've had thoughts on the game We've heard from the manager And there's plenty more of that to come Between now and 8 o'clock I must say Hugh Generally I get angry at myself If I just sit on social media all day I think it's a waste of time And I feel like What have I done with my day? Not today I've oh. absolutely loved it I just sat there <laughs> With the phone In front of me all day Because There is so much Scotland content out there That you just want to soak it up And enjoy it And share it with everyone uh, And you see these things on, on social media quite a lot But they're brilliant I don't know if you've seen this Lewis A67 on Twitter Amongst other people um, What they do is They take a dramatic moment in a football match And then put the Celine Dion music over you, oh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll try and paint the picture for you It's Alexander The main man The stepping forward You see where this is going Just to set the mood Yes Ian Crocker Of Sky in there as well You can feel the tension building Alexander Mitrovic Has to score for Serbia And Yashin has Honestly, I'll never get fed up of that. I I've, I've watched that about fifteen <laughs> times today. You two could be Jack and Rose in here in if, the studio this evening. If it wasn't Celine Dion, I might have get excited about it. But <laughs> you I'm not sorry. having that? No, I'm oh, not I think that's Celine great. Producer no. Dan, look, just, he, he's loving it, it in there. Oh, that's dramatic. Come on, Hugh. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, even yeah, old cynically, yeah, you. Yeah, it's dramatic. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm buying that. Wasted on uh, you two. <laughs> no, no, it's all this 1970s disco music that I'm getting into now with a uh, with this Scotland team. Ah, he's got his loafers and that on, and yeah. he's going to be doing a wee bit of moonwalking shortly. Absolutely. I must admit, we, we ended up, you know, Super Scoreboard runs from six until eight, as you know. We thought, well, we'll stay until 10 after the game, goes to extra time, right? We stay until 11. The phone lines were jammed, we'll stay until 12. Kieran Tierney joined us from, from Belgrade. Um, but arguably, the highlight of the night is at 10 to 12 when the phone goes, and I can see it, Jim, and the, the, the way it works here, the producer will type in the name, and I can see it come up, Hugh. K and I'm going yeah. surely not and apparently um, I don't know if, if he'd had a, a tipple you know and it was his birthday surely he not. said to the producer <laughs> he said to the producer and I won't try and, and, and imitate the, the, the great man in his presence he said um, it's Hugh Keevans here I'm a first time caller <laughs> and he got put through and he shared the moment with myself Gordon Dill Mark Wilson and all the listeners and, uh, on his birthday and, and what I said mm. I genuinely meant I said Jim to Gordon that mm. uh, in 35 years here at Radio Clyde I had never heard a better programme mm -hmm. than Gordon Gordon Dill and Mark Wilson and um, after that I read a phrase first thing in the morning you see and the phrase was 
The point of life is to live it. And I thought, right, that's my phrase for the day for my birthday. Mm-hmm. The point of life is to live it. I love that. So and I went in for that big time and their birthday doesn't end till midnight. So at 10 to midnight, I said, I'm going to phone the guys. <laughs> and do you know what? It's a nice change, Hugh. And this is all going to fit together nicely. Four years ago exactly, mm. you and I, London, Wembley Stadium, Scotland get battered off England, yep. traipse back to the hotel, tail between the legs. It's your birthday. We'll get you a drink to cheer you up. Bars shut Yes Tartan Army have been going mental in the hotel <laughs> Bars shut You can just imagine Well guess what Next summer I'll take you back to that Premier Inn And get right. you the cheapest drink that they've got in the menu We'll make up for it Well listen You're talking about stories I mean My Grandchild Down there Having been born In London Lives in Brighton Supports Brighton and Hove Albion But Scotland mm. Oh Fierce <laughs> And they texted me to say He was scared when the penalty started But I didn't have the heart to tell him Listen there's years of that ahead of you <laughs> yeah. now Let's hear from the man who made the difference at the end David Marshall What a penalty save it was Immediately after it was like a delay the, 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 the ref had said just don't celebrate if you save Because there's a bar check So I was just it, We got a decision before the lads jumped to top of me Thankfully um, But now I was just saying there on the way up to the, the press conference It's Almost a numb feeling. It's um, it's been so long. Obviously, I'm a certain age as well that um, I can remember old tournaments, and um, obviously we've not been there so so long. So as I say, it's just massive emotional uh, feeling. Um, just delighted to be there. Probably not some kind in terms of what's what's going to happen now. Um, I think as you've seen, I think Ryan Christie was in, in tears, and it shows how much it means to the lads to get there. Obviously, families well and on fans that can't be here. So hopefully by next summer, everybody can get a chance to go. Jim Duffy, we could go. We will probably go through them one by one over the weekend. Yeah. How good was he? And how I mean, talk about moments, definitive moments within mm. the history of, of our country's football. Yeah, but also I mean, he had an unbelievable save in yep. extra time as well. You know, a fingertip save, which was a absolutely brilliant save. But his handling of it and stuck to him. And it was I mean, you looked at the pitch; it was a bit yeah, kind of boggy. It was cutting up a little bit. But his concentration levels were was absolutely immense. He, he, he never faltered and, and, and in all the games You know In this campaign He's always been one of the You know The kind of Kind of guys you could depend yeah. upon And and the one thing I'll say is Get back to the structure of the team Is that You know We see all this expansive football nowadays And people think there's only one way to play now You've got to play The, the kind of Guardiola way for, for want of a better phrase But Steve Class went back A little bit and said No We will be hard to beat And that's when he's went with it Five at the back And the, the three and three Sometimes four midfield uh, And made it really difficult For teams to play against Scotland A little bit like Craig Brown did Many mm-hmm. many years ago To get to, get to those um, um, tournaments So that to me Again is Tells you there's different ways To win football matches uh, John Paul joins us on the line At the moment Sum up how you're feeling today John Paul Oh amazing guys Even panel Gordon Jim and Hi. you uh, First of all, just want to say happy birthday to you for yesterday. Um, I, Cheers, I know, I know you, I knew you were had a great time. Uh, <laughs> it was just amazing. But I wanted to phone up. You know the feeling I've had today. You know, I was last night um, was absolutely amazing. You know, I was like, I thought euphoric. I was sitting with my dad watching the game. You know, and uh, the two of the two of us just jumped up and started hugging each other as soon as David Marshall made the save. You know, and just. Just for a football moment in general, it's probably up there with the best that, I, that I've had, you know, and I've had some really good times. Uh, um, but that, that last night was absolutely amazing, you know, and uh, we talk about 
I've seen all the, uh, sorry, listened to all the um, Steve Carter Day and Ryan Christie and the emotion they had, you know, thought about the year and it's been a horrible year for everybody, but seeing a personal level, it's been a really hard year for me, eh? And um, Gordon, or no, Gordon reached out to me um, with the show, I was, I was listening to Aaron one day in the show when he was when he was speaking, you know, and see last night and listening to that today, you know, it just, it sums up what football can bring people in life, you know, and not no just Scotland, but football in general. The guys on the show, Gordon, everybody that's on the show, he's already amazing, you know, and see, see hear that all day today, it was absolutely amazing. What I had a smile all day today, and I actually started getting emotional with listening to Steve Clark, and it just, I, I thought everybody last night, every single person was absolutely phenomenal, and I loved, but particularly for me, I love watching Carl McGregor and Ryan Jack together. Ryan Jack really, really impressed me last night. I thought he would, He'd done everything he was asked. He could sit deep. If him and McGregor knew if one of them were going forward, they sit deep. You seen the two of them high fiving each other, covering, you know, and club football, why they play at different clubs. But that's what it's all about last night. And see to be Scottish and see for us to, to see ourselves going to a Euro, it really means a lot. And, and obviously, it's an emotional time. And I just wanted to put that across to the panel. I mean, John Paul, listening to, to you, and, and you're right, you and I, because you've phoned the show, called the show before, and and we spoke privately about some tough times that you've had, which is fine. That that doesn't need to perhaps be elaborated on too much. But I guess this all flies in the face of people who say the most ridiculous phrase out there, you know, it's only a game. I mean, that, that couldn't be further from the truth for you. Oh, ma- massive. You know, like I've, I've played football since I've been a young age. I can mind it was called Soccer 7, you know, right through. And when I stopped playing, my dad took me to games, you know, and it, people say it's just a game, but... Football is an escapism for some people, you know, and I, I love watching football. I know I can watch any game of football, you know, it didn't matter if it was breaking match team against it, somebody or... Oh, still or, don't take it too far, Paul. <laughs> or if it was Barcelona or Real Madrid, I just love to watch football. And there's a lot of people, and I know there's a lot of people out like me that somebody is fortunate who couldn't get to games or, you know what, and I to mind when I was at a youth club and they used to take us to a Scotland game, we went to a Scotland and watched San Marino and it, last night brought back all the memories, you know, even like, as I say, my, my son was running about the living room last night, me and my dad were covering each other, and he was, he had a smile on his face, you know, and I can't wait to do that with him, and he's, obviously, he's at the age, he's only, he's, he's going to be two in February, you know what I mean, but it'll be two and a half next year, he'll certainly have a Scotland open when he's watching the Euros, and it just, it means so much to a lot of people, you know, and every single player last night, they're their country proud, and I'm sure all the guys as you, you know, it's just an amazing feeling. We needed a tangible sign of success to prove the existence of the kind of feeling that John Paul is describing And qualification is a tangible sign of success We've had our highs and lows, our near misses, etc, etc But for 23 years, a tangible sign of success has eluded us And when it came along And we have, for the last 24 hours, been able to witness the reaction To that tangible success You now know, beyond all shadow of a doubt Hmm. That this country really is behind the national team John Paul, great to hear that it brought you some happiness last night Great to speak to you, you look after yourself Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football I mean, imagine the week, right? Scotland qualify for a major tournament And you win Beat the Pundit I mean, it, it doesn't get any better than that If you fancy it tonight and you want to take on Hugh or Jim You need to call right now 0141 951 1025 
You wake up with that feeling that anything's possible, even a beat the pundit victory. So get your call in before seven o'clock. Hi, I'm David Marshall. Hi, I'm John McGinn on Clyde One. We are going to Euro 2020. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy are here And we are absolutely loving life Just revisiting everything from last night From the stuff on the pitch to off it Reactions from you guys The memories that were that are being cast up We've had tattoos We've had lumps in the throat We've had a lot Hugh Keevans it's, it's been brilliant so far The last voice I heard last night When I called you to tell you how great the programme had been <laughs> I heard a, a woman's voice saying Were you on the radio there? <laughs> And I thought I better go to bed now It's probably time to go Yeah, yeah Exactly You do what you're told 01419511025 Still loads more to come as well Plenty of time for you To get your call in uh, We'll let you hear from An incredibly Emotional Ryan Christie A man who I think Was speaking on behalf Of the nation At full time in Belgrade uh, And lots more to come So please Keep getting in touch It's just a pleasure To be able to share These times with you Because my goodness We have enough uh, moaning and arguing and all the rest of it and some tough times at the moment. So it's great yeah, to have back, some. Gordon. It's great to have some good <laughs> news uh, to focus on. Let's do this just before we do anything else. We've still got our priorities in check. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. Thescottishsun.co.uk/football. Beat the pundit time. The chance to cap off a truly memorable weekend with a signed beat the pundit ball. If you can get more questions right than Hugh or Jim That's the task, it's a simple one And it's the task facing Fraser in Barhead tonight How's it going Fraser? How are you doing, you alright? Not too bad at all Fraser um, Take it you, you take it you're feeling pretty good like the rest of us today? Uh, it, was, it was unbelievable I had, to, I had to watch the penalty from the Behind a cushion, I couldn't watch, but it was, uh, it was just absolutely incredible. I wish I had that choice. You, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the worst Scotland fans. I, I said last night, my stomach was in knots. No. no choice but to stand and watch it. Um, it was quite something. Well, I'm glad you've come out from behind the couch now, Fraser. Uh, so let's put you to the test on beat the pundit. You're going to be up against Hugh Evans or Jim Duffy. Uh, but before we do that, I'll need to toss the coin, which producer Dan is going to have to bring me from the other room because I don't have one. Thank you, Dan. Right. Uh, heads, it's Hugh. Tails, it's Jim. And it is heads. Hugh Evans against Fraser and Barhead. Really boring start for you, Jim. You'll sleep well tonight. Remember, it used to always be Tails. Yes. So it used to always be you yeah, on a Wednesday. Yeah. I've, cha- I've developed my tossing technique <coughs> recently. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, and it seems to be heads all the time at the moment. Yeah, well, you'll need to spin it a little yeah. bit further. Yep, let's I'll see what Flick we can do. Flick it a bit harder. For, for next time. Fraser, you're going to be up against Hugh Keevens, all right? So I'll give him some Clyde 2 to listen to, um, just so that he can't hear you. We'll put 30 seconds on the clock, and the only thing you need to know that is you can pass. So if you don't know, pass quickly, yeah. and we'll move on, all right? Yep, sounds good. Top man, let's get stuck in. Your chance to beat the pundit starts now. How many Premiership points do Celtic currently have? Thirteen. Who scored Celtic's first penalty last night? Scotland's first penalty last night. Sorry. Uh, Lee Griffiths. Which country won the Euros in '92? Uh, Germany. Which town are East Fife based in? Kirkcaldy. Uh, Which Scottish Championship side won the 2015 Scottish Cup? Uh, Inverness. Okay, let's bring Hugh back Hugh, can you hear us? I can Same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock And they start now How many Premiership points Does Celtic currently have? 32 Who scored Scotland's first penalty last night? Lee Griffith 
Which country won the Euros in 92? Uh, pass Which town are East Fife based in? Uh, Methyl Which Scottish Championship side won the 2015 Scottish Cup? Uh, Hibs Who is currently top of the English Premier League? Leicester Which city are Juventus from? Milan Oh, what? No, Turin That was straight out That was out the Gordon DL playbook mm-hmm. That one, right what do, you, what do you think, Fraser? Oh, he's done me Do you think so? I think he picked you with that last yeah, one Well, it certainly can't have been the last one Might have been the line. second last one um, <laughs> How many Premiership points do Celtic currently have? It's 29 oh. None of you got it Who scored Scotland's first penalty last night? It's Lee Griffiths yes. You both got it The Euros in 92 Spain? Oh, it was a great story Denmark Oh, they oh, were oh, supposed to be in the tournament the beach, they? And the then beach, they get called into the yeah. tournament Ended right, up yeah. winning the thing yeah. uh, Which town are East Fife based in? Yeah, Methyl Hugh Keevans goes 2-1 in front But Fraser equalises Straight away Inverness Won the 2015 oh, Scottish Cup John Hughes yeah. yeah, You and I were there that day um, Who's currently top of the English Premier League? It is Leicester He's done you Fraser I cannot believe it That You didn't get that far He went a little bit quicker Which means three to Hugh And two to I mean don't get me wrong I feel like deducting him five For suggesting that Juventus Are from Milan uh, but it didn't, I'll answer that one if you want <laughs> It didn't matter in the end I'm afraid Fraser No extra time required Three to Hugh Keevans And a two for yourself Hard lines Well, well done Hugh Thanks Fraser All the best Good man That was Fraser in Barhead Well, I sing Yes sir I can boogie now Go for it uh, your chance to beat the pundit Oh I like that Jim We're starting to get in the mood now Right okay I'm happy with that um, I've got six grandchildren Who are listening going No no Please don't, don't, don't. Please don't. So It's bad enough to embarrass your children With it Your grandchildren Yeah, you. yeah. Do you know what I like you I'm not sure if you're, you're familiar um, With Chris Bunger Now he's an, an MMA fighter I would um, well, Mixed martial arts Oh Um Scottish mixed martial artist Right And he tweeted in He loved your phrase He said The the point of life Is to live it Some man Shinjuku Shug Um, And I just wondered I mean he's known As the bad guy Hugh That that sort of paints the picture So we've had Chris tweeting you in And we had the tattoo earlier I wonder In your 72nd year (laughs) With Scotland Going to the Euros can we either get you a tattoo or get you in the octagon? What what what's what's the most likely? Uh, the octagon. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. If you're listening, that's a challenge. Get him down. We'll see what he's made of. Oh, I don't. <laughs> listen, I wouldn't even climb in it. Never mind. Well, you know, well, try to fight in it. Well, I have to take my specs off. Nah, usually the guy, the guys, no problem. Same, oh, same weight and everything. I'd fancy yeah. your chances to be fair, Jim. Not so much Hughes, but <laughs> you never know. We could we could train him up. Oh one four one nine five one. 1025 That is the number You need to get in touch tonight We're asking you For everything All your thoughts After the game last night the, the, You know The happy ones The emotional ones Thoughts about the game Thoughts about making the Euros What this means for the country And for the football um, It's a big melting pot And it's great To be honest So keep them coming um, Let's hear From Ryan Christie In many ways He was the main man on the night you know, Or certainly one of them He scored the goal Which for a long time Looked like it would be The moment That, that took us through To the Euros We realised that we're Scotland though And we had to do it In more difficult fashion But it was a terrific goal To open the scoring In Belgrade And when he spoke to Sky Sports After the game I think you could see And you can hear What it meant to him It's just an amazing night I think From the start We can have believed Obviously, the last kind of couple of camps we've picked up so much belief in each other. The like gaff mentioned it before the game. That kind of Czech Republic came away in the last kind of ten minutes, and 
even the game, even the way the game went tonight, uh, you know, kind of conceding that league, late equaliser, and still digging in, and then penalties, you know, away from home, and big marsh again comes up. Uh, amazing, unbelievable. When you're on the pitch, you always feel like you can impact it. The moment you're off, you can't watch it. It's, it's horrible. Those penalties probably the worst thing I've ever been through, but uh, just, just for everything, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> Somebody cutting onions in here, Hugh. Well, you know, when he started to speak, mm-hmm. uh, my first reaction was something wrong with his breathing. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I realised that he'd been completely overcome by emotion. Mm-hmm. Now, you've been speaking all night, Gordon, about the effect this has on people. And when I saw Ryan, I thought when his dad, Charlie, mm-hmm. came down here to play for Celtic as a young man, you know, I got to know Charlie then. And in subsequent years gone to Inverness and met Charlie and and you 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 know how much Ryan's success means to to Charlie and uh, to Ryan's mother uh, and so it's a huge moment that's the thing Jim I hope that we can dispel so many myths mm. just with one result last night Players don't care mm. Listen to that And yeah, tell, exactly. tell me that the players don't care And it wasn't just Ryan Christie yeah. Take someone like Like Scott McTominay you know, mm. not, not born here Not no. raised here Probably when, when he when he got the call up The victim of Certain cynics who would say mm. Is he just playing for us Because he can't get a game for England All the usual stuff We're a very cynical nation mm-hmm. And my goodness You could see what it meant To each and every one of them last night yeah, it, was, it was just an incredible You know Wave of emotion You know from all of the players you know when uh, you know the the celebration came. You know when when when, and it was brilliant with David Marshall because there was that delay, that couple of seconds delay where he okay. he, he got both thumbs up to the referee to say, "Listen, okay. I, my foot was on the line." And then the players at this time were already three quarters of the way down anyway. And then of course there's just that you know overwhelming sense of relief. But then when the, the interviews came in one after the other, every single player. Was bursting with pride, yeah. and that pride of playing for the country, being successful for country, and what it means. And Gordon, let's not underestimate what this means. In a time where businesses have been decimated, decimated by this pandemic, if if and we keep saying if and when things get back to some sort of normality come the summer, that will be a huge boost, not just to the football mm-hmm. but to the economy. It means so much to the country for a variety of reasons. But from us as a football fans, it just yeah. is something that, uh, as I said to you, overwhelmed us all. And Ryan Christie's emotional interview, it certainly was one of the best, if not the most, I think, realistic raw. or raw mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, interviews I've ever heard from yeah. any player. I'd agree with that. And I, t- I told you, Hugh, that, that social media is just a, a treasure trove of, of brilliant football-related patter this afternoon. I mean... Hearing from you talk about that that moment, you know David Marshall. Uh, there's a tweet from Cameron Christie which I loved, and it says it's got the two pictures. The first one of Marshall kind of checking, and it says Marshall, uh, you know Marshall with the quotation marks. Can I boogie ref? And the ref <laughs> says yes, sir. You can boogie. <laughs> in the second picture, you, you, I've done a terrible job of explaining that to you, but you'll see it on Twitter. Well. It's a lot funnier when you read it on there. Trust me. Right, Ben is in Bishopton tonight. What did you take away from the game, Ben? Maybe some individuals that impressed you. Well, I was very happy, um, of course, like everybody else. I mean, Steve Clark really seems to have got it tactically right. He just seems to know what to do with them, um, you know, to players to play, to be hard to beat. It's fantastic. But I think it's an um, amazing story for 
him having the kind of fight, I suppose, to pick, you know, O'Donnell and, and Gallagher in those positions ahead of more kind of high-profile players, if you like. And it's an amazing story, really, for Declan Gallagher to. You won five years ago. He was in he was in jail, and now he's actually played um, for Scotland and looking fantastic at international stage. So it's it's brilliant. It's a brilliant story, and somehow he's managed to get the best out of these guys. Brilliant, brilliant choice for him to, to get him in playing that position in that system. Yeah, well, Jim, all week. In fact, was it? Yeah, all week really we were, we were building up to the game And lots of people tweeting in to say Don't be so ridiculous How can you possibly suggest That you leave the Leeds captain out And you play the Motherwell captain mm-hmm. Typical Scotland Ha 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 all, You know all the yeah. usual stuff Scott McKenna as well You know um, All the rest of it yeah. But my goodness Declan Gallagher has played six times for Scotland He's won six games And it's one of these Social media uh, Cliches I'm sure now But when he emptied his pockets Last night Mitrovic would have been in there Wouldn't he? Yeah I mean It was outstanding As were all the players But the thing As I said before A team isn't made up Of 11 individuals It's it's a collective group That has the balance That work together I mean last night McGregor and Jack As you say Dovetailed Tremendously well So you've got that solid three With those two in front So you've got five guys Basically to break up The opposition You've got the two wing-backs who can give you the width and then you've got the three in front of that last night started with McGinn, Christie and Dykes but it's it's a system that if you work at it and work at it even though with the changes of players and you say Cooper and that getting changed and McKenna being in there Contadine done really well the last time yep. uh, Tierney coming back in it is a system the players believe in now mm-hmm. and listen there are so many positive examples for players who not that long ago Would never have been I mean Stephen Stephen Don was looking for a club Up until a couple of months ago You know um, Ryan Christie You know Was only the last You know what, 18 months He really got into the Celtic side And really truly established himself London Dykes As I said yeah. is, is something like a, 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 Out of a, a fantasy novel And has that surprised you? Yeah. Has that surprised you personally Looking yeah. at his performance last night? Me 100% I, I, I will Gladly hold, hold my hands up I never thought Lyndon Dykes a couple of years ago, because I was a manager of Mottman who was at Queen of the South, could have possibly ever, in his wildest dreams, played at the level he's playing and done so well. So all credit to the boy. I mean, what he, a shift he put in he last night. He deserves an enormous amount of credit for what he's, he's achieved. And uh, fair play to him, so, and good luck to him. And I hope he continues to do it. Thank you. Just, be, just you know, the nature of football, you, you've got usually you know one kind of main man trying to score goals and someone's going to need to try and stop him and all week we were reminded of Mitrovic's record for Serbia which was incredible it was something like a goal a game over the last yeah. 18 you know wow. a goal scoring record that, that we could only dream of in, in our national team and you have to say the way Declan Gallagher went up against him and gave him absolutely nothing got a ridiculously soft booking early on and it, it didn't impact him it was unbelievable to watch Yeah And you're talking about The Leeds captain Not getting in And he plays in the English Premier League mm. And you talk about Scott McKenna Who left uh, Aberdeen For Nottingham Forest For £4 million uh, But the one who's chosen Is the guy at Motherwell And good luck to him Because he deserved To be picked And just when Jim mentioned The name of Andy Considine there, When you think of his Emotional reaction After his mm. first cap After 500 and odd appearances mm-hmm. For Aberdeen to finally get international recognition and what it meant to him. And I bring everything back to Steve Clark. Steve Clark, like every other manager in this world, stands or falls by his decisions. And right now, he's enjoying a purple patch because he's a Scotland manager who can do no wrong at the moment. Yeah, Ben, 
Usually when I ask these questions after the game You know who stood out for you You, you expect one or two names back But you could mention pretty much all of them But as, aside from Declan Gallagher Who were the main The other main contenders for your praise? Oh well I mean Christy was great obviously in Dykes up front I mean it's brilliant to find a, a number nine like that I mean he really saw the difference when he, when he came off So you really got to keep him fit um, Which uh, is a big issue Who knows But no I'm just in cloud nine It's been a fantastic day And uh, I'm just looking forward so much to next summer now a real, real boost in it and I was worried because we didn't have you know Frank Fraser been out and I thought we'd maybe lack a bit of pace and obviously Forrest out already as well so um, it's great to have these guys coming back as well so good, good options for, for, for a while for a change Absolutely gives us all something to look forward to thanks a lot to Ben in Bishopton pleasure to speak to you tonight 01419511025 Great time to get your call in Because we could be speaking to you next Strange times indeed Hugh Keevans The show has flown in It's 25 past 7 And still nothing even coming close To getting us down tonight That's how good we're feeling About our football at the moment One of these days we'll stop And we'll talk about Croatia The Czech Republic and England But now is not that time Because if you've waited 23 years For a hooli have the hooli <laughs> 01419511025 I'm still going to do A full time teaser We just won't spend that long on it I'll just leave it Bubbling away in the background Pretty simple one tonight I must say thank you uh, To Chris and Hamilton For sending it in He's looking for 10 players That have scored for Scotland Under Stevie Clark Now it goes without saying Penalty shootouts don't count Because everybody scores In penalty shootouts Under Stevie Clark We've never missed no. um, But 10 players that have scored Normal Regular Conventional Scotland goals Under Stevie we'll Clark start with Ryan Christie Good yeah. place to start Jim One from you Lauren Shankland Yep uh, James Forrest No No Okay And Lyndon Dykes Yes Okay Leave it there Three of ten I think you'll scoosh that You lot You know it all's out there On Twitter Ten Scotland players That have scored goals For the t- national team Under Stevie Clark We're about to speak to Dean In Johnston um, But first Let's hear from more of the of the guys that were involved on the pitch in Belgrade last night because it was quite an effort and um, I think a lot of them clearly carried the, the weight of expectation but may, maybe none more so than this guy because he, he speaks about it openly he's playing at the highest level he's got the brightest spotlight on him he's achieving wonderful truly wonderful things at club level and now the captain Andy Robertson says he's proud to be the one to lead Scotland's players uh, to the Euros he says his role comes second though to all the team's achievements. So much emotion going into the game, and you then get, you know, so close, and you know they end up equalising. You have to pick yourself up for the the extra time, which we did, and without creating much. And then, you know, when you go to penalties, you always back marshy, and it's just whether the lads can hold their nerves and manage to do it. But you know, we've came so far as a squad, and um, you know, I'm proud of every one of them up there because they've been through a lot, a lot of criticism, a lot of negativity at times, and. You know, we've stuck together and we've battled through it now. I really hope everyone back home can see the positive side to this because we're absolutely delighted. And I hope in a really tough time we've put a smile on a lot of people's faces. The lads taking penalties are unbelievable. And like I said, when marshes and goals, you, you always back them to save one. So what a night. It's so hard to explain just now. You know, emotionally so so bad. You know, it's tears everywhere. And, you know, like I said, these lads deserve it. Um, you know, forget about me. I'm, I'm just... I'm just the boy that's so lucky to to walk in front of all of them. We're going to need counselling soon. <laughs> um, but you that's know, happy stuff. He, that's all. Yeah, good. He, he's our superstar, of course. Uh, who among us has a Champions League winners medal? Um, and he also got over the fact that he missed a sitter, and mm. 
uh, we went on and we still got through. So he's the right man to be captain of the team. Uh, and I'm glad he's joined the emotional club as well because it's another indication of how much it means to all of them. Yeah, I think uh, Ian David Marshall said you know that has you know he's, there's more to being a captain, Gordon, than just going on the pitch and playing. You sure. know, it's about you know galvanising the team, and he said about his talk before the game in the dressing room. You know, really just kind of making sure that all the players were totally focused and. You know, I think as I said, he, you know, he, sometimes you do sacrifice a little bit of your performance because you have to help the team. The team's the most important thing, and I think sometimes Andy Robertson's done that. But uh, again, commitment, desire, and determination, you know, in abundance. And I think we need to change maybe the song from um, "Yes or I Can Boogie" to "Tiny Bubbles" by Sydney Divine <laughs> because because that, 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 that they're all they're all um, greeting floods. Someone's just tweeted me to say, Rachel Melvin tweeted in to say that "Yes or I Can Boogie" is now number two in the iTunes charts. <laughs> However, it's only behind the BBC Children in Need special. Mm. I, I just wonder, Hugh, if um, morally, cha- cha- if morally can, can we club together and, and knock the children in need special off no, the, the top that. of the charts? I don't know. That's a matter for you and your conscience. <laughs> uh, that's the reality facing us um, at the moment. Some great tweets coming in. Curious Creatures, who always sends in some nice poetry for us, says, Oh, yes, sir, we can boogie. We can boogie all night long because Big Marshy dived the right way. And his left hand was big and strong We can boogie, boogie woogie Ryan Christie's happy tears And Big Lyndon and Big Decky Wiped away those barren years There we go Boom boom Plenty to look forward to uh, I love that Right don't forget We're here till late So there's loads of time for you uh, To get in touch I think Dean actually disappeared uh, I hope he's alright We'll get him back Robbie and Falkirk Is here though Robbie Sum it all up for us How are you feeling tonight? Uh, for us a brilliant result As a brilliant result I, I just Can't believe how well They're playing at the moment uh, Ryan Christie's goal uh, I just want to When uh, Jim and Hugh come in I just want to Get their opinion on that goal Because I thought For the edge of the box And, and how he's took it uh, We just swiveling round And putting it right, right in Off the post I thought it was a well uh, Executed goal And uh, I thought it was Just absolutely And even the, the penalty Saved by Marshall I mean it wasn't even A bad penalty I mean right into the corner And, and it was There could have been More pace on, on the ball but uh, I mean, it's not as if he, he mishit it or it was a, a soft, a soft shot. And to get a that strong a hand on it, uh, David Marshall was absolutely outstanding. And another thing I want to say to Hugh and Jim is, how far do you think this group of players go? Can go? Because um, I think they're at a really, really good age. The whole core of the group. There's no, there's nobody apart from maybe Lee Griffiths and a couple of other guys. Um, there's no many, and like, they're sort of they're coming into their mid thirties, and I think the the the, basically the, the age of the, the players And how far they can go And they're just going to get better What do you think guys? The, the biggest trap you can fall into Is to start saying Oh they'll do this mm. and they'll do that I think we have to drink in the fact That we have qualified for a major tournament As I said to Oh I couldn't disagree more I think we can get as carried away as we like <laughs> oh, no, no, you know, what The day will come when we have to discuss England, Croatia and the Czech Republic And all that happens uh, next summer But right now There's no need to burden any of them with Oh they'll go this far Or they will not go that far uh, Right now We have the, the makings of something And we have a manager Who is Mr Safe Pair of Hands And we can only just Wish them well 
No, but listen, I, I, I'm with Gordon. I think that, uh, you know, we sing from the rooftops at this moment in time because 22, 23 years or whatever, it's an incredible wait. So so let's let's absolutely milk it for everything that's worth. We'll worry about those games coming up in the summer when we get close to it. But in terms of the players, I think you're right, Robbie. I think that the goal, I mean, the, the interception from Callum McGregor because he anticipated where the boy was going to play it uh, and then a little reverse pass uh, into Ryan Christie and it got stuck on his leg but what he didn't do he didn't try to take the paint off the ball so he just kind of three quarter hit it and that meant that you know there was more control on it and it went right in and out off the post so it was a, a, a wonderful a wonderful goal uh, and as I said and you know again as I said the link up play between the two players was terrific but o- overall you're right there's a, there's a lot of good young players there there's a lot of players with more potential uh, and there's one or two players in their 21s particularly Billy Gilmer who may well if he, if he gets Back fit again, and uh, listen, in a very difficult situation from just now with Chelsea with the amount of players they have signed. But if he can get himself game time, or even if he goes on loan, he would be another mm-hmm. top player to come into that squad come the summer. So, listen, there'll be real competition, and that's what we want. But we've got something, we've got something to look forward to in yeah. terms of a target yeah. for players, and that is something we haven't had for. For a couple of decades Countless knock-on effects Robbie as, as Jim mentions there This surely is now an incentive To all the all the other young players Now every single player out there And part of the reason For their optimism Will be the composition of this squad Declan Gallagher's playing Stephen O'Donnell's playing So realistically If you're a Scottish footballer Of, of any level at the moment Robbie you, You'll probably dream That you could You could force your way in next summer Yeah absolutely I think the, um, It's just uh, You know It's opened the door for for other players that are maybe on the verge of the squad, to really that will just push them up another level, like you know. And I just want to say another thing. Uh, I think uh, Jim Duffy will agree with me here. If there was ever a, a performance last night that a striker or is usually judged by goals, right? Which is London, obviously London Dykes. His performance for a guy that never got a goal, he was absolutely outstanding. I know that's usually the be all end of a striker, Jim, but. For a guy that never scored the goal last night, the way he led that line and he was harrying the defence, he was winning headers, he was just, what a performance, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, Robbie, couldn't agree with you more. I mean, he, he, he totally dominated the centre-backs he was playing against. He won every header, he held the ball up, as you say, he brought players into place, he dragged defenders into areas he didn't want to go to, um, he, he hustled them, he harried them. Um, you know, no, it was a, it was an absolutely outstanding performance from Lyndon Dykes, and you're right. Normally strikers will get them. We spoke earlier on. God mentioned Mitrovic's record um, for for Serbia, which is incredible, um, but he's not he's not got those type of goals. In Scotland, they're not a free flowing sco- scoring team, so the goals will be a wee bit spread. You know, but. His performance last night, I think he deserves mm. a huge amount of credit because he was instrumental in how we wanted to play last night. And Hugh, all of a sudden, because we've had those failures to qualify in, in recent seasons, there's there's been a, a change in it. You sort of wake up one day and you realise that most of the experienced players are actually gone. Uh-huh. It was only, it seems like recently, but the team maybe just a year ago, two years ago, would have had the Mulgrews, Snodgrass, Naismith and so on. Mm. But when you look through the team at the moment, Robbie makes a really good point. The age of some of them, um, you know, Andy Robertson's the captain and he's done so much. He's only 26. Kieran Tierney's 23. Through the midfield, Ryan Christie, who scored last night's 25. McGinn's 26. McGregor's 27. Scott McTominay's only 23. Lyndon Dyke's 25. Not only the age, but the, the caps, or should I say lack of, that they've got. Oh. I mean, the, the highest number of caps in the starting 11 last night was Andy Robertson at 39. 
And then even after that You've got a good bit to go I think it was John McGinn on 27 of, of the outfield So for so long we were told that You need experience And you need guys that have been there and seen it but No you don't Not according to this group No but um, you know these are top class players. That's right? what that's what I mean. Sometimes right. that that's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than this uh, fairy tale stuff about. I think a twenty six year old captain with a Champions League winners medal is just fine, um, and a Premier League winners yeah, medal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Ryan Christie, Callum McGregor, Ryan Jack. Um, we expect something of players from Celtic and Rangers. That used to be the old fashioned way. The team used to be made up back in the day of Celtic and Rangers players. Um, the the bonus has been Dykes, and no Scottish club took a chance on Lyndon Dykes. It took QPR to take a chance on him, and I wonder if big clubs here are now thinking maybe let one slip there. Uh, and I think Stephen O'Donnell and Declan Gallagher uh, and Andy Considine on the fringes—they've all proved that if they do it, there's a place for them under Steve Clark's management. So. The torch has to be passed on. Robert Snodgrass has to come to an end. Scott Brown has to come to an end. The torch has to be passed on, and it's been passed on to a group who show a lot of promise. Yeah, Jim, that's the thing. I, I wonder. I'm sure all those players who've have tried over the years and we've come so close, and we've had we have had great moments. You know, yeah. Griffiths at Hamden mm-hmm. and, and beating the Republic of Ireland at, at Celtic Park, and, and some of the famous results we've got against mm-hmm. the, the biggest sides in in the world. And those guys that, that that came so close, I'm sure they had a you know delight that, that we got it over and over over the line last night. Yeah, but I think you, you know you hear this phrase um, spoke about sometimes that when we international clubs and when they're successful, they've cultivated a club spirit. They'll say that it's like a club team, and that's exactly where Scotland at this moment. And I think a lot of that, as you said, a lot of them in that kind of similar age bracket, they've got a lot of common interests. Um, the, the, you know, there's a togetherness there. Um, they they enjoy each other's company. Uh, there's there, there's no little individual kind of you know cliques here and there. Everyone seems to go on. They all want to be. You don't you don't get as many people pulling out now. You know nope. easily. You will get the odd one here and there. And and I think a lot of times that might be from pressure from clubs. But everybody seems to want to be part of this. Even mm-hmm. before last night, you know, and and, and last night obviously is as, as, as Hugh says gave us something tangible. But even o- over the last whatever six seven games. You know, there seemed to be a growing love yeah. of playing for Scotland again, and that's something that wasn't always evident over, e- even with some 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 talented squads over the last yeah. couple of decades. And I suppose to elaborate on that point, you you know, they're similar age, but you know, we highlighted the difference between you know we've got Liverpool players, Man United players, mm-hmm. we've got we've got Motherwell, Livingston, or former mm-hmm. Livingston, yeah. um, Hibs, Aberdeen, whatever it may be. Let, let's not for These guys will Be from different worlds yeah. f- Financially And yeah. the lifestyles That they lead But once they pull on The Scotland jersey None of that matters They but all seem you, to be yeah. together you Look at uh, Kieran Tierney For example mm-hmm. £25 million player mm-hmm. John McGinn uh, An absolute steal mm-hmm. For Aston Villa uh, They're in the English Premiership As is uh, Stuart Armstrong mm-hmm. You know it, it, It's good pedigree And I do take your point uh, About guys from Motherwell in that kind of company But have you ever met anyone More down to earth Than Kieran Tierney Yeah that's the point I mean right. he joined us On the show Straight after yeah. the game Last night and I mean, The guy who turns up For Arsenal matches With his stuff In a Tesco bag Or whatever it was You know That's what I mean So we've got a really good group They're yeah, good yeah. They're likeable And yeah, that, that helps as well Yeah yeah. Uh, it's just going fine As I say 
this weekend is probably not the time for perspective and talking about <laughs> what's coming up. This weekend is time for the point of life is limit. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you very much, Robbie and Falkirk. Some great points. Hopefully we'll speak to you soon. Uh, quickly on the teaser, 10 players that have scored Scotland goals under Stevie Clark. You've got Christy Dykes and Shankland. Uh, John McGinn. Yes, he's got a good few. Hugh. McKenna. Nope. No. Fraser. Yes, I think that's five down, five to go. We'll get them next. And Huey, not that one, another Huey is in Paisley. We're going to speak to him after these. Hi, I'm David Marshall. Hi, I'm John McGinn on Clyde One. We've done it. Euro 2020, here we come. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. And just in case you were ever in any doubt about the power of this radio station, Hugh Keevans, Kieran Tierney joined George Bowie on Bowie at Breakfast Yesterday mm. He said he was going to get The GBX tunes on In the playlist mm-hmm. He was in charge He was going to use the songs uh, To get the team Suitably fired up And they did um, The Scotland national team Have just put up a video Of the players Coming into the, the dressing room Straight after the game And you can hear Kieran Tierney saying uh, Get the GBX on uh-huh. To which Of course George Bowie's loving it He's put it on Twitter You tell them Kieran Tierney And he's Kieran's replied straight away don't worry, it was on rapid. A great, <laughs> a great Motherwell expression. It was on rapid. Um, so, like I say, the power of the GBX anthems and uh, Clyde One. I came in this morning to find George Bowie as high as a kite, and everyone got a free breakfast on George Bowie. So, uh, there's, there's a, a little keep bit, one for me, no? Yeah. No, there's a little bit of something in this for all of us. Oh, it was weird last night You know That sort of last day of school feel There was like pizzas And crisps And <laughs> beers And whatever All sort of Strewn across the place And at one point They all looked up And Gordon Dale And Mark Wilson Were dipping carrot sticks Into some Humus or something That's oh, weird uh, I think that was after No it's because we, we To be fair That was three hours Into the show When we had been Fat shaming Gordon From the oh, beginning Because right. he wore What can only be described As a a corset slash Scotland top It was very tight <laughs> on him And uh, we fat shamed him So we do apologise for that Let's bring in Huey Who's in Paisley tonight How's it going Huey? Not bad gentlemen How's it going? Yeah, all good Huey All good What are you yeah. thinking after last night then? I, I, I just want to share my personal experience uh, mm-hmm. of last night It's one of these seminal moments I think Years from now People will say Where were you In Scotland mm-hmm. Qualified for the Euros After 23 years And most people Will be able to tell you um, For me uh, I was driving I was working last night I'm a cab driver uh, Listening to your commentary Top class Just uh, It was amazing But You know Squeaky bum thing Near, <laughs> the, near the end And um, I was saying prayers To my parents Calling in all sorts of favours Come on <laughs> And when Scotland scored And we went through I had to pull the cab Into the side of the road And I get out And I started Doing a wee mad dance <laughs> Man possessed <laughs> And I was yelling And then Someone came out Onto their veranda Across the road In Paisley And then He came out And he'd started Doing the same Kind of shouting And dancing And a Scotland flag appeared And then somebody On the other side Came out a tenement window and started singing uh, Yes Sir I Can Boogie <laughs> And my cab, my cab doors open You guys are on full blast So there's a noise of the comments You guys as well um, Just a fantastic moment um, And yesterday was a particularly hard day for me And my family Because um, uh, family issues with regards to illness and stuff But uh, my God It lifted my spirits um, somewhat mm-hmm. And uh, the, the feel good feeling 
it's still it's still here today. Well, well you know they've changed the, they've changed the song now because oh, they, they right. heard your story and it's now yes sir I can Huey <laughs> I can Huey all night long. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to catch on, but that's what football does to you, Jim. It lifts you. Yeah, can do. But that that's I mean you can tell from Huey's you know you know a voice again like like a lot of people in really emotional day and you know what football does it's a release football releases you from not 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 forever. Just for that period, that little period, it might just be, it might be for moments, it might be for hours, it might be for a day, but for the, just for that little window, it releases you f- from from what's you know maybe troubling you for, around you, and it just gives you that 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 kind of sense of, uh, listen, you know, we're we're feeling a wee bit better about ourselves now. As I said, and, and listen, if that lasts for seconds or, or hours or days. Then you know you just you just kind of beat it. It's, it's, it's a fantastic feeling. Drink it in. Yeah. Never let it go if you can. And I mean, Huey, thinking back to, to the game last night, it was just such a roller coaster, wasn't it? We were actually brilliant within the game. It, it was too good to be true because we're Scotland, and, and then we get that sucker punch later on. It was it was quite something, wasn't it? At one point, one of you guys said, well, "It's looking good," and I thought, "Kiss of death." It was Gordon Deal. Kiss him. of death. <laughs> I I think it was big deal. Uh, <laughs> kiss of death. Please don't say that. And and my heart sank when they scored, and I thought because they were starting to come back into the game, uh, shaking like a leaf. But we held out with you know, we've got a great squad here. This squad's more than the sum of its parts, um, and a good way. And I don't mean that as any slight. They're, they're more than the sum of their parts. They're, they're galvanised, and that kind of plays into just the whole feel-good factor. They've galvanised the country at a time where all it's like this sort of overriding feeling that we're. All in it together And everyone that I've spoken to today Everyone's kind of emotional about this Myself included as you can probably hear Yeah, couldn't, couldn't um, agree more yeah. Go- yeah. Gordon, I, must, I must admit I, can, I was at a funeral yesterday Manny, Manny Elizabeth died right? So she had a funeral yesterday Sadly taken by Covid Like a lot of people A lot of families running about the country And yep. my own sister was there And her family was there And my daughter was there And they were all very emotional As you would expect uh-huh. But then last night, I was getting texts from my sister, texts from my my daughter, you know, about the football. And, you know, after it, so they went from a family devastation, if you want to call it that, and upset and, and all the emotion that brings you, to absolute joyous. Oh. For moments, as I said, you know, in the reality of it, they'll, they'll, they'll think back to other things. But, as I said, it, it brought it brought about happiness oh. to, 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 to people, to families. Mm-hmm. And that, that that's what the... As, as I said before, we should never underestimate what football can bring to families, communities, uh, and what it means to the whole country. Did you say you're a taxi driver, Huey? Yes. Oh, what about next summer? Seriously, if we can get back mm-hmm. to normal, you're going to be busy, you know, overtime. <laughs> Not at all. I'll be doing there. <laughs> I'll be. Yeah. I'll be at Wembley. Oh, uh, I'll. I'll be. A, no, no, the taxi will be parked up. Don't you worry about the that. I was going to say, Hugh, if you and I need a taxi <laughs> to Wembley, we could have got the other Huey to well, take us. Well, I, you can't take us, certainly. I can only assume that Huey uh, this weekend mm. is waiving all boundary charges for his customers <laughs> in, in light of Scotland's success. Not in these tough times, Huey. Yeah. You crank it up, make as much as you can. Thank you very much. That was Huey in Paisley. Will we squeeze one more in? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure we will Now nah, let's not Let's not squeeze it in Because you know what We'll be here all weekend mm. Not all weekend We're, we're actually Eventually getting a Sunday off Would you believe say you got a day off We Spoiled. have been on mm. uh, Tomorrow will be 26 days in a, 27 days in a row Tomorrow But that's brilliant That's what football does One game after another 23 month. years I had to suffer You've only 26 <laughs> no, days None as big bad. 
uh, <laughs> as last night's. But we'll be here tomorrow, and I'll, I know there are Betfred Cup games, and I'm sure we will pay a lot of attention to them. <laughs> but we're under no illusions. I think um, it might be full of further reflection on Scotland's achievements and of course looking forward because Hugh this is what's crazy yeah. about this of course that was the priority we needed to get there Sunday's yeah, a big Sunday. game if we can win on Sunday oh. we're in a very strong position to get another playoff this time for the World Cup down the line well after the celebrations of last night I'll uh, reserve my judgement on that until I see what kind of nick they're in ah don't worry Slovakia will have been um, they'll have been partying as well so it could be like a Sunday league game Jim (laughs) two teams absolutely hanging just seeing what they can patch together a couple of balls iron brew outside of the pitch just for the truth (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but seriously Jim there's a lot Mm. to look forward to and I mean the dates are now in the diary that's Mm. the thing England at Wembley Mm. Czech Republic first up at Hamden Croatia at Hamden Yeah, yeah I mean That's what I'm saying We've got two games at Hamden Obviously one game at Wembley I mean it's It's, it's absolutely fantastic To look forward to And, and as, the, as the weeks and months go past Obviously that, that excitement Will continue to build But you know Say from From you know The next couple of days The players As much as they might not want to Have to be professional again They have to clear their heads Steve Clark said Yeah they rightfully enjoyed themselves last night But now Couple of days Recharge the batteries yep. I think he will freshen up The squad a little bit Or the team mm-hmm. a little bit And he does have a good And he can The Armstrongs can of the world yeah, And yeah. Liam I mean, Cooper's Anybody and so comes on. in now Will want to make an impression Because everybody Will want yep. to stay Part of that squad Okay The T's are looking for 10 players that have scored goals Under Stevie Clark mm. You've got Christy Fraser Dykes McGinn Shankland mm. Let's go quick fire McGregor No Stuart Armstrong Yep um, a couple of ones that I can't remember if it was Stevie or not, uh, but Johnny Russell, no. Chris Martin, no. Uh, Kenny McLean, no. Mm. Uh, Andy Robertson, Andy Robertson, yes. Liam um, Palmer, no. What about an old experienced one that came back in and did did quite well for us a couple of games ago? Um, Stephen Naismith, yes. Stephen Naismith, right. um, on the bench last night. One of the runners But we didn't get to see him I thought he'd maybe Maybe could have come on And, and stretched things If we needed him to On the bench I said Stuart Armstrong It's not him uh, No Is he playing in Scotland Or no, England? England English Premier League mm. No I think that one's gone He's another clue I think Teammate of Ollie McBurney At club level uh, no, no Same team. name Oliver Burke Oliver Burke Did he score for Scotland? Yeah I think it was one of Clark's first at Cyprus at home was it? Um, And the last one It's the It's the the tricky one You'll never get Because I think he's only been in one or two squads Plays for Kilmarnock Brophy Uh, Brophy No no. Uh, Unlikely scorer as well Very unlikely scorer Stuart Finlay Stuart Finlay Brilliant You've done it Well done Hugh Evans And Jim Duffy Thank you very much Uh George Bowie's about to come in and really get your weekend started uh, with GBX Fridays. And that is that. We'll be back tomorrow and we'll look back on it again. What a night it was for Scotland. All the years of heartbreak, all the years of disasters, near misses, bad refereeing decisions. We have seen the lot, we've done the lot, and all of a sudden it's gone and we're back. Euro 2020 taking place right here in Glasgow next summer and we will be there. How good does that feel? We'll join you again tomorrow afternoon. George Bowie's up next. In the meantime, I think there's only one place we can leave you.
give you one more chance.